Good morning, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving weekend. It is Saturday, November the 26th, 2022. I am kicking off our 21 days of 21 life lessons learned while taking care of everyone but me. If you really sit for a moment with that subtitle of my book, everyone loves it because everyone can relate to it. For the last few years, COVID has changed everything. And we've had to learn to live differently, think differently, work differently, relate differently. But I think the big silver lining out of the last few years is that we had to learn how to love ourselves and practice self-care and put ourselves first too. So get ready. Today is day number one. And the first lesson that you're going to get deals with getting out of the box of your family, getting out of the family trap, getting out of the family cycle and becoming a cycle breaker. Let's go. Good morning and happy day number one of the 21 days of life lessons learned. I'm author Sophia Nelson and I wrote every single one of the words in this book. So it's authentically me. If you don't have the audio book yet, I highly recommend it. I read every word. People love it. It's been actually nominated for a couple of awards, which I'm humbled by. Um, and I think there's something about hearing someone's voice versus reading their words, which are powerful too, uh, because I want you to buy the book. But I would get the book and then listen to the audio as well. So let me tell you how this is going to work for these next 21 days. And again, we're at the last weekend of 2022 of the month of November. Thanksgiving has just passed, and I pray that you all had a good Thanksgiving here in the United States. If you live abroad, and many of you listen to me all around the globe, uh, we Americans, of course, celebrate our Thanksgiving for uh, really the first uh, dinner, sit-down, connection, relationship-building test between the indigenous peoples here and those who immigrated here from Europe. And uh, we honor that every November and we break bread with families and friends. And so I thought it would be a good time as we are going into the Christmas holidays to reflect on what we're grateful for, to reflect on the year that has now almost gone by, the year of 2022, and to really start thinking about our next year now. You know, I'm a big believer that if you're doing New Year's resolutions on December 31st or January 1st, you're way too late. You're not going to keep them. I talk about this in the book um, and how most people break their resolutions within one month and they don't accomplish much, if anything, for the rest of the year about what they wanted to do. And I believe the best way to deal with that and to change that is you have to have a plan starting in November where you begin to set out your goals, you begin to reflect on the things you did really well and the things you didn't do so well, the goals that you accomplished, the ones that you didn't, and just pick three things, just three things in 2023 that you know you need to change. And the way that you get there, folks, is by asking those three questions I mentioned in the introduction. You have got to begin to have a conversation with you you have got to begin to have reflection with you. You've got to begin to be honest with you. And that starts by asking, what do I want 
from my life, my living, my relationships? What do I need from my life, my living, my job, my family, my marriage, my friendships? And most importantly, being really in tune with how you feel physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally. How do you, how do you feel? You got to ask the question because you got to do the work. And if you don't love you first and you don't take care of you first, you're going to be no good for anybody else. And that's just true. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to keep each of these podcasts under seven to ten minutes max. Um, you're going to get a nugget of what that life lesson is for the day. I'm going to talk briefly about it. And then you should go read it or listen to the audio book. Get your journal Put stickies in your book, write in the margins, start a book club, start a coffee club. Men love this book too. And that makes me feel good because I know that men need a lot of work in this area because we don't allow men, particularly men over 40 who've been socialized that somehow being in touch with their feelings or their emotions is a bad thing. Um, we're trying to break that cycle. And certainly the younger men do better with this. But men are humans too. They have feelings too. They cry. They worry. They have fears. Um, but they're not taught and given the tools to process that in ways that are usually healthy. So let's go ahead and start with this first life lesson. The book is broken into sections, as you know. And this first section, these first four life lessons or so, are titled Notes to My Younger Self. And it's basically me reflecting on things that I would tell my younger Sophia if I could go back and talk to her at uh, 15, at 19, at 25, at 30, and 35, and give her guidance. So I'm going to give you that guidance and the benefit of the wisdom now of a woman now in her mid-50s um, that I wish I could go and tell myself so that she could make better choices and take better care of herself. And the first piece of advice I would give is that you are not your family. You are not your family. Sophia, whoever's listening to the sound of my voice, you can be a cycle breaker. And I have been. In many ways, I've been a cycle breaker, a trailblazer, and I've done a lot differently than my family. And on the other hand, I've fallen into some of those patterns, those generational curses, and I've been stuck in a box most of my life. And if you're honest, many of you have been too. If you had a healthy family, a loving family, a wonderful family, and you didn't have any childhood trauma like abuse or violence or alcoholism or other addictions in your home, good for you. And I mean that. The world needs healthy people to help those of us who aren't. And I want to encourage you, if you had good parents, a loving family, and you guys, yeah, you're going to have arguments and fights as normal, but if you're a pretty healthy family, celebrate that. Uh, Give yourselves a pat on the back and try to make sure that the generations that come after you follow that. You know, for me, this first life lesson, get out of their box, is simply a reiteration of, of what I've said to you all many times. And that is that you do not have to become what you grew up in. You do not have to be what you saw. You do not have to pass on the trauma that you experienced you don't, but it all starts with a choice, and that choice is you choosing you pretty early in your life. From the moment you get out of your dysfunctional family around age 18, when you either go into the military or you go to college or you get a job or whatever you do, 
you then become responsible for your choices, for yourself, for your well-being. But it's hard to unlearn negative things. If you grew up around negative people who told you you wouldn't amount to anything, you couldn't be anything, or you were just like your father, um, that stuff sticks. And you have to deprogram yourself and you have to put a different recording into your mind. And I highly recommend Oprah's book, What Happened to You. Um, It's a game changer. Dr. Bruce Perry is a neurosurgeon who is an expert in the brain and how it deals with trauma and relational damage and breakdowns and hurt and lack of the soul. And Oprah, of course, is just Oprah. And we all love Oprah because Oprah shares her journey authentically and honestly. And she helps us to give ourselves permission to do the same. And so the key takeaways of life lesson one, get out of their box, are many. This is the longest chapter in the book. And if you hear pages, that's me turning the pages so that I can look and discern what I think is, is best to share with you. But I think that if I could summarize it and distill it down to this, it's on page seven. And I say, you must do what makes you feel safe and respected as a human being, not as a loyal member of a family clan that has no interest or desire in growing or changing. You must realize, as I did, that I could not change anyone but me. Let's park there for a moment. Here's the takeaway. You are the master of your fate. You are the captain of your soul. You alone are responsible for the choices you make when you have the power over your own life, when you are a child, let me free somebody here. You are not responsible for your father's alcoholism or your mother's depression or uh, whatever other kind of abuse, dysfunction, unkindness you experienced in your home. You are not responsible for it. You didn't do it. You didn't cause it. It isn't because they didn't want you when your mom got pregnant with you or all the foul negative things that we hear when we're in our family box, particularly when it's a dysfunctional, unhealthy box. You are not responsible for what they did to you, what they allowed to happen to you, or what some monster did to you sexually or physically or otherwise, okay? Free yourself from that. It wasn't you. You're not a bad person. You're not a broken person. You're not a flawed person. When you get free from that, You can really get free from that, but you have to be willing to do the work. And that is really what this first life lesson, get out of their box, is about. It's not that you don't love your family. It's not that you can't forgive, but it's about taking your power back and it's about setting healthy boundaries so that when you have to interact with people who inevitably have not made a decision to be cycle breakers, who have not made a decision to change, who have not made a decision to get help or to get therapy or to do everything that's needed You have to be able to stand in health and protection of yourself when you're around these people. Because I can tell you, and I'm living this in real time, that when you're around people who you have been over backwards to help, to encourage, to say, look, we need to get help for this. We need to talk about this. There needs to be change. There needs to be openness of communication. There needs to be a reckoning so that we can live in the here and now and leave something positive When we leave here, when they fight you on it, when they push back, when they get angry, when they call names, when they attack you, they're letting you know they're not interested in growing. They're not interested in healing. What they want is for you to adapt 
to their dysfunction, to their codependency, to their neuroses, to their narcissism. And you have to have the strength to say, no, I will not. I will no longer do this because I'm not a child and I don't have to do this. And you got to love you enough because you already know that's what you need to do. Getting out of their box is the first step to healing your life and to defining yourself for you and to creating the family that you always wanted, either through marriage and, and building your own family or with friends and a community of people who love you, like you, celebrate you, who want to be with you and who see the good in you. Get out of their box. You're in nobody's box. And once you become an adult, you have to make a intentional decision that you are not going to continue the generational dysfunction, that you are going to be a cycle breaker, that you are going to be a chain breaker, that you are going to get out of the box and build a place for you, a community for you, a spiritual a connective place for you, a relational connective place for you that blesses you, builds you, heals you, holds you, frees you. That's where you want to be. Get out of their box. It all starts there. Have a great day. And we'll have another message again tomorrow with life lesson number two. Thank you.